won't say that it'll be shorter, but Tomorrow is my last day of work until January 2nd. It's always a nice time of year. Everybody gets mad at me. We're just having free time off. Um, it's, it's a rough life. <laughs> it's a rough life, yeah, pretty hard. Um, some people have been having bad weeks. I was hearing about some bad weeks last night, some bad days, some rough times. <clears throat> Seems to always hit, right? The week before Christmas, New thermostat, new water pump, just so I can have heat in my car. I mean, what do you do, right? Sister Jessica was there. Other stuff's been happening to her car. And fights breaking out in Walmart. And, you know, no, not really. They weren't really fights. <clears throat> I don't think. <clears throat> Tonight, I want to talk briefly about something that we actually did a couple, about three years ago. Um... But I want to talk about it again, and then with a little different emphasis tonight. We're going to talk about masks. I was going to bring one of my New Orleans masks, and in my haste to leave the house, I forgot it. <clears throat> masks. A rather well-built young man saw an advertisement for a job at the zoo. When he went there, he was horrified to find that the only job they had open was for somebody to play the part of a gorilla. A lot of children were coming in the next few days, and they loved gorillas. The zoo, having no gorilla, needed someone to impersonate one. Since money was tight, the man decided he would take the job. He arrived before sunrise, got into the gorilla outfit, and slipped into his cage. Finally, day dawned and the children came. All he had to do was pensively pace the floor, look rather adept at swinging between trees, okay, which I would really like to see people swing, okay, I don't know how to do that, and eat the peanuts and bananas whenever they were fed to him. Ew. Kids, sticky fingers, and no, no. As he swung from one tree to another, rather nauseated, he slipped and fell into the lion's den next door, and he shouted, help, help! The lion leaned over and said, if you don't shut up, we'll both lose our jobs. Masks, hidden. Sometimes they come with costumes. <clears throat> when we talk about masks, it's something we're pretty familiar with. Um, certain holidays have a lot of dressing up. Theatrical performances. Um, sometimes there's fun around elections with masks. Um, this time of year, it may not be a, an actual mask, but we have a lot of guys out there with a fake white beard, mustache, and a red hat with curly white hair, right? Sitting in chairs, asking children to sit on their laps. You have to wonder what we've been thinking for the last hundred years. What we've taught our children, go sit with the strange man in the mall. But anyways, masks, all kinds of masks, we're familiar with them. You ever known someone, and as you, well, you met someone, as the more you got to know them, you realized they weren't who they kind of showed you they were, and eventually you're like, I really wish I didn't know you after all. I kind of liked you better when you were just an acquaintance, and all I saw was the, the mask, because they were hiding some rough stuff. Um, <clears throat> why do people wear 
masks in society. Now, I'm not talking about physical masks. I'm talking about who I am and how I present myself to the world. We know that masks cover something up or they change the appearance of. They disguise, they conceal. So maybe a person is hurting really bad inside. And so they conceal that by wearing a big smile all the time. There are different masks for different days, maybe even different occasions. Some people wear a mask at work and then a different mask at the store. Maybe they wear one at home. A lot of people wear one at church. Masks, and it's not always the same one. Of different masks for different audiences. If someone can say of you, you are the same person every time I meet you, no matter where I meet you, that's a good thing, right? You're consistent. You're who you are. You're, you're you, and you're not somebody different all the time. People wear these masks. One of the biggest reasons people don't take these masks off day to day is because they're afraid that people will find out what they're really like, their weaknesses, their failures, and they fear rejection from those people because of what they're trying to hide. There are mass figures in the Bible too. In Matthew chapter 23, Jesus talks about some. Then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. But do not ye after their works, for they say, and do not. For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works do they for to be seen of men. They make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments and love the uppermost rooms at feast and the chief seats in the synagogues and greetings in the market and to be called of men rabbi rabbi he was talking about people who wear masks interesting if you want to do a fun little kind of study verse number Five, they make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments. All kinds of interesting stuff out there about the little boxes that some Hebrew men would wear strapped to their arms. So in that scripture that talks about wearing it, it I forget how the scripture said it in the Old Testament, but they were doing it literally. Um, their borders, they would have tassels, like they were taking the word of God with them and they would want them to be large and show more. And it's just very interesting to, to study that part, I just wanted to say. They wore masks, not literal, but hidden masks. They had the appearance of honor because they sat in Moses' seat. By the seat of Moses, it meant they had the authority to teach the law. And Jesus affirms that they should be listened to as they read Moses' law, for it was a scripture. They tell you to observe the law, observe the law. But then he tells them not to act the way they do, or they say and do not. How many times, you know, you tell your kid, do as I do, do as I say. Well, I guess depending on what the situation is, that may be okay, or maybe not. Same idea. They say and do not. They went beyond the law. They called the tradition of the elders, and they 
they turned it into almost its own religion, the, the tradition itself. In other words, do as they say, as long as it's in scripture, but don't do what they do living in their tradition. These men appeared as men of honor because they were considered the masters, the leaders, and the dictators. There are people out there, I have had a few elders in my family who have followed men in masks on television for years. Uh, television evangelists, you know, show them this thing and they lead them astray into all kinds of crazy kinds of stuff. But they, you know, oh, they're the, that's the preacher. I should listen to him. He's a man of God. Yeah, you might want to check their spirit, right? These men appeared to know what to do in any situation because they were leaders and highly respected. They appeared to help people because of the high expectations they placed on those around them. Well, they're clearly concerned about all these high expectations, except they weren't doing it themselves. They appeared to be great examples. They appeared to be close to God because of the clothes they wore. They were wearing scripture and they were wearing the tassels. They appeared to be favored because they loved the uppermost rooms and feasts. They, were, they wanted to be out front and seen. They appeared to be men of great influence with God. These were the tools and the devices they used to put on a good mask in an effort to make people think they were one way when they were really something else. But masks don't fool God. Just like Jesus saw it in them, he can see it in any of us. They wore their masks for the same reasons people wear theirs today. To make people think one thing about them in the attempt to cover up the real person. To give people around them an impression. To cover up a true identity. To hide internal hurts. To put up and keep up the guard. To lead a pretend life. To make people think we're strong when we're really weak, to find acceptance and flee rejection, to show people who we want to be but aren't, to protect us from real or anticipated pain, to cover up our shame for who we really are, or to present something different from what's really there. Jesus pronounced woe unto them in verse 13, but woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayer. Therefore ye shall receive the greater damnation. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye can pass sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he is made, you make, you make him twofold more the child of There wasn't only harm to themselves by living a lie, but they were harming those around them, the people they fooled. The mass they wore actually shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. They kept them out of heaven themselves while they didn't help anyone else to get in. The people they fooled became twice as much the child of hell as they were themselves. They held the formalism and the matters of the law, but they forgot about the matters of mercy and grace and they deceive themselves in following a fake religion by wearing their own masks. Now, these parts in the scripture are talking about 
masks trying to hide bad stuff and making people these were, these were kind of bad guys they might have been nice but Jesus was seriously calling them out but sometimes it's not bad people wearing masks it's just people with skeletons in their closet and I'm sorry but everyone in here is over the age of 18 we all have a skeleton somewhere I probably couldn't find mine it's buried under a couple of piles in my room somewhere but but I've got some skeletons in a closet or a box or a tub or something that I've packed away we've got skeletons we've got things we go through and we don't want others to see it not because we're bad but we're trying to keep an image everybody wants to be liked and if you say you don't want to be liked you lie okay it's human nature we want people to like us now I do question some people though now that I think about it there are those who maybe they don't want to be liked because they don't ever act like it but most of us want to be liked so we're not bad people trying to cover up but we're just we want people to like us we we play a part sometimes <clears throat> um, one of the things earlier mentioned how they have internal hurts and so they wear a big smile well we don't want to walk around all as pastor would say in the molly groves you know had a horrible day oh this was such an awful day unless you're in a safe space to talk about it <laughs> if you're in a safe space we can talk about it all right we can share and we can get you through <clears throat> you're not going to walk around and be upset with everybody because you're having a bad day okay wearing a mask isn't necessarily bad in and of itself but I think it's more about the deceit if you do it long enough you're not handling the hurt you just keep covering it up and you just kind of kick the can down the road and then what does it do it turns into bitterness and then it's anger and you know and then it's a whole thing so wearing the mask or this idea of I want to present a pleasant appearance when I'm out that's not necessarily a bad thing as long as you're not believing the mask and you're trying to deal with what's going on does that make sense you know people live a lie for so long they believe it other people may not even believe it anymore and they believe it themselves so I said, all this is all that to say this. Since about week before Thanksgiving through what? Week and a half till New Year's. Oh, good grief. Is it a week and a half till New Year's? It is. Um, you've already been seeing this and you'll see it more. People tend to wear more masks or they tend to be more flagrant about it, I guess. Around holidays. What kinds of things are people trying to hide? around holidays behind masks what how much they want to eat <laughs> we'll hide an appetite of some sort okay what else are people hiding this time of year Loneliness is a big one. I'm okay with it. I don't 
don't mind. I'm good on my own. Now, some people really can be like that. Okay? A lot of times I'd rather just go eat lunch by myself than have to deal to talk to somebody. Let me just sit and chill. But if that's how your whole life is, because you don't have anybody, there's a difference, right? Choosing to be alone once in a while is different than being lonely. <clears throat> and at this time of year, people are really trying to put up masks to hide the fact that they're truly lonely. Um, sometimes they're the overly exuberant one at the party, which can often turn into the person making a fool out of themselves. Um, maybe they're just overly solicitous all the time. What else are people hiding? Masking. Grief. Oh, bad. Bad time of year for that, right? Even if they, the loss was in a different time of year, we tend to feel grief around the holidays because we put so much focus on family, right? Holidays are all about family. I mean, yes. Christmas, the birth of Jesus, I get that, but we do it with family and a lot of grief. Sometimes you see that those masks come out in anger. They're kind of mad at the world because you can't get back what you've lost. Can't get it back. Um, trying to hide a sadness. Maybe we can tell, maybe we can't. You know. What else? Loneliness, grief, anger. Why are they angry? Ooh, ooh, oh, ouch, well that hurt. I'm putting my closed toe shoes back on next time. I wore open toe shoes and David's all throwing stuff at me. Anger, <clears throat> maybe because they have to put up with a family member that they really don't like or get along with, but it's Christmas, everybody's together, everybody smiles, we put on these masks. What else are we masking around the holidays? Anger, loneliness, grief. Fear. What kind of fear? Pick one. Fear of... Fear of Santa. Fear of Santa Claus. <clears throat> the little children screaming on this strange man's lap. <clears throat> we actually do see a lot of fear around these time of year because um, it tends to be more about financial stuff, what we see, because they either overdid it and now they're worried about how to get through it and how to pay rent in, in January or this fear of they can't overdo it because they don't have it to overdo and now my kids aren't going to like me, especially if they're in a split family. Oh, my ex-spouse could do so much more and now my kid's not going to think I, you know, that I love them because I can't give them as much. There's a lot of, be surprised how that turns out. Those Anxiety. What kinds? Gotta do it all. You gotta do it all. All the cookies. You can't say no. You can't say no. You 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 can't say no. <laughs> you gotta go to Bible study. 
and you gotta then you gotta have a rehearsal that you hope you put together, and then you've gotta still pack and go out of town for a couple days, and you gotta be ready for a program, and then you gotta do an office lunch, and then you have to do another office lunch, and then, right? And that was only five days. We do it to ourselves. We do. Oh my word, I actually said no to something this year. I had an offer to go down for the new song, Very Merry Christmas Tour. I went last year, one of the best times I've ever had. The problem is, they do it on the second Saturday of December. And what's on the second Sunday of December? Ladies Christmas lunch. So last year, I'm up at too early on a Sunday morning, trying to drive back just to get back for lunch. So I said no this year. Crowds and long lines, anxiety about being out with too many people. Now, a little bit of that has kind of calmed down because you don't have some of that crazy people in lines for six hours around the store, right? Some of that has gone away because of COVID, but still, those, those stores can get busy. And those people aren't all nice. They're gonna push you and bump into you and they're not gonna say they're sorry. And there's, there's some anxiety there, especially if you don't like crowds in general. Um, having to wait in lines anxiety about whether or not you're going to find all your stuff. I mean, I, it's bad enough for me in the middle of the year. If I get home to make a recipe and find out I missed an ingredient, and now it's even worse. Having to be nice to people all the time, Zachary, that would be something you would have anxiety about. And yeah, don't be the person who's bumping into people and not saying sorry or something. Right? So anxiety, you've got Loneliness, anger, grief, fear, anxiety. That's a lot of stuff we're covering up. Fortunately, most of us let a lot of that go as the season starts passing. Our life gets back into general flow and some of the anxiety comes down. Or we get through this season and now we start remembering better times. Some of the grief can go away. We, we kind of walk out of it. But we do know some people don't, right? They live in that. They might get triggered during a holiday. That's why we have so many suicides around the holiday time because some people can't find their ways out of it. Fortunately, we have a way out of it. Even if we're not sure how to make it, we know who can because Jesus is going to get us out of that. So you're going to see people with masks. Maybe this is your chance to help one of those people. If you notice that they're trying to be overly joyful and you know that there's been a, a recent loss, okay, be kind. Maybe say a nice word to them. A friend of ours um, has a brother who has... Uh, bad brain tumor and it has metastasized and she's not in church um, although I'm trying to get her here for 100 years and that's a rough thing to go through around the holidays uh, one of my uh, colleagues she has a nephew who has just suddenly been thrown into this um, childhood diabetes in a way that like it became critical and they thought he was going to die because they couldn't get everything back in order and 
what's the next 17 years look like? Because now we have to, you know, do this. Brother Joe knows what some of that's like, dealing with some of Levi's medical issues. So be the person who can see around the mask. Some of that is going to be your Holy Ghost helping you discern. This person might need prayer. Maybe I should ask them if, if I could pray with them. We don't want to embarrass people, right? We don't want to call them out and get all big and grand in the middle of a store and embarrass them about what's going on, but it doesn't mean you can't quietly say, hey, I, you know, I heard what happened in the family. Can, can we pray for a second? You can, you can do that and not turn it into a circus on someone because you're, you're just adding to their anxiety, right? Invite a person out. Maybe invite them to your house. Invite them to one of the 17 parties you have to go to because you know they're lonely. They don't really have people to go do stuff with. They don't have any family in the area, and they might need someone to help them out. I have another friend who, um, I've known this person for 23 years through work. And it looks like I'm probably going to end up being like second in line on medical emergency calls because there's no family. There's, there's no one around. Okay? And people are having to just rely on friends. Be that friend. Even if they never walk in that door with you, we can still be that friend. We can see around the masks and we can help them get through that. Doesn't mean next year when they're starting to feel the tug, they're not going to feel it again. Okay? I was at a, where was I? Oh, it was breakfast Saturday morning. And I was telling someone about something um, Sister Tina Hal had done at an event one time. And just out of the blue hit me. And I'm just sobbing. I don't do that. But you don't know when people are going to have that kind of a moment. If it happens... Ask them if they like some prayer. Hey, let's, you know, be the person to look around the mask. All right? Don't be the person who puts them in situations where they need to put on more masks. If somebody tells you, no, I can't do that event with you, that's okay. They're not being antisocial. Maybe they really don't have time because they're going to Brother Rick's parties. (laughs) Right? And they're eating all his cookies. And they don't have time to come to your party. Doesn't mean they're being mean or, or anything, okay? Um, let's just remember, this time of year, people wear a lot of masks. It's not all ho, 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 happy, jolly, right? It's kind of like around Mother's Day. Same thing around Mother's Day happens. Um, we have a lot of women who have never had children, and for a variety of reasons. And Mother's Day can be very, very hard for them. But... But it is, right? And so there are things like that. We, we want to look around the mask and support them, okay? So that's what I wanted to do this one about because it's the holidays. We're all showing people other stuff. You know, um, we're gritting and grinning. We're grinning and our teeth are gritting so hard we can't hardly stand it. Maybe you need to offload a few things. I offloaded two things this year in the Christmas program. And 
I had two people to handle something for me. And I got to be honest. I kept picking up my phone and my iPad thinking, maybe I should check in. I'm not going to check in. Annette says, put the phone down. You're not going to check in. I know. It's going to be fine. Not because I was truly worried about it, because I need to have my hands on something, because I don't know how to say no. We've got to learn how to do that so we don't have the anxiety. We can all be happy, healthy, mentally, and physically. And if you need to know how to get physically healthy, Rick Wilson is your man. He's got the details. Let me tell you, we got a good slice of it last night. He will help you. He did talk about eating cookies, but he also talked about other things. At least that was the class I was in. I don't know what class Zach was in. <laughs> um, but let's look around the mask. And if you're wearing your own mask, I do it. I, I, don't, I don't know that I do it a lot, but I know that I, there have been times where I'll be in a situation and someone will say, why are you so quiet? That's probably because I'm, I'm trying to <clears throat> have a little bit of a mask moment. We all have them. All right? So try not to wear them. But more importantly, support those around you who do. Let's help them become comfortable with who they are because they are someone God loves. Right? And if they can become comfortable with him loving them, he can do all kinds of things in their lives. And it's going to be great. 2024 is going to be great. I'd really encourage you to do that Bible reading with us. Um, I'm not always real good at keeping up on Bible reading. So I'm going to probably have to do the group thing for some accountability. Bless my heart. But we thought this would be a great way for the church collectively to kind of do some foundational things together. Let's read the word.